Be excellent to each other. the three-man booth i am your host in the creaky chair hunter mcgoy and that guy over there on the other side of the line the one the only mr wonderful adam how adam how you doing today buddy good how are you sir hey it's thursday it's halftime of the Concacaf nations league uh, usa versus honduras match and the usa is looking as terrible as i expected them to be so I'm 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 right on par for the course. Hey, guess what? No one no one's touching your face. Yeah, man. <laughs> we won't name names of places, but hey. <laughs> Don't put your hand near my face. We've said it five times. <laughs> Seriously, like I, I like, and I'm, that's what's going to happen, man. And a side note here: so at the daycare where I go to get my son, they will now want to do a temperature check. Where I work, this is my employment, I'll say it, this is my employment. Which the CDC says uh, temperature check is irrelevant nowadays, but hey, here we are. Yeah. And this old lady comes to check it, I'm like, nope, 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 and I'm about to have to hit an old lady, and that's what I don't want to do, but I'm about to have to hit an old lady because she's not wanting to listen. I understand she's doing her job, but you also have your boss over there saying, no, no, no. And good for her for remembering, too, like, hey. He doesn't want his face touched. <laughs> no, um, we won't name names because, nope. well, there's a whole side story to that one, but we won't name names. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's at least nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that. We're, we're we're we have a very we have a we have a decent on and off again relationship. She writes my paychecks, so there you go. I ask that everyone give us a follow on Twitter <laughs> at 3MB Podcast. I say that because she's not listening, so whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, know she's not going to listen, but. I know. <laughs> and she's got her shit locked down on Instagram, which is annoying as fuck. Follow Adam on Twitter <laughs> at AdamHell3MB. <laughs> Check out IWTV Live uh, on Twitter at Indie Wrestling. Our friends with the Ohio Wrestling Alliance at Ohio Wrestling A1. Uh, Paradigm Pro Wrestling on Twitter at Paradigm Pro Wrest. And I keep saying it, and I'm going to keep saying it, but the people who make it the easiest for us, Unsanctioned Pro on Twitter at Unsanctioned Pro. Big show, triple show next Friday night that will be live on IWTV. Mm-hmm. Best 10 bucks a month you can use. Highly recommend it. I do want to do a shout out. I do want to do Miss HD, buddy old pal. Mm-hmm. I miss our, I miss Dayton. I miss you and I in the car, eating a zombie yeah. dog, going to Dayton, right? Yep. And I read today on an article, our friend, I think he goes by GG, announced a local TV deal for Rockstar Pro for all amped and monthly pay-per-views in their local Cuyahoga Falls television network. Very nice. So congrats uh, to them. I hope we can go yeah. back whenever they find a new turnbuckles. I heard turnbuckles recently shut down. So it's a bummer. That's what we worry about this with COVID. We talked about when COVID happened. This is going to happen. Mm-hmm. We won't get Rockstar until we get a new venue. But they say, fingers crossed, this summer. So, hey, I hope you and I can be in Dayton for Rockstar, Revolver, something. something say, and at which point <laughs> will mean, you know, not too long after that, hopefully Revolver comes around, which would be super dope. All right, so yeah. on this week's episode, Adam and I are going to uh, quickly run through um, Double or Nothing. You can find more detailed analysis somewhere else. Um, I'll give you my really 30-second review of Dark Side of the Ring of Ultimate Warrior. Talk, <laughs> talk some NXT because, boy, oh, boy, I'm, I'm, I'm going to break my arm patting myself on the back because, Adam, who the fuck called that nonsense? I did. I'm hey, gonna talk. Yeah. Let's a, just start with that. Just start with that. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we yeah. also are gonna talk about a pay per view that's gonna cost twenty bucks if you want to watch it. And I'm gonna name the matches, and you tell me if it's worth twenty dollars, Adam. All right. And then we're gonna put together a pay per view, 
each of us that'll probably be w- worth more than twenty dollars. But I digress. <laughs> How NWA is going to stay in business is beyond me. But we'll get. There. Yeah, what the, I re- I saw that lineup and I said, nope, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> uh, speaking of the NWA. On the buy-in for Double or Nothing, Serena Deep defended the NWA World Women's title against Riho and retained. And it was okay. I thought, oh, was I thought right. this was more than okay, sir. Like I, yeah. I, I think you know, I, I think I went close to four on it. I don't have my ratings handy. I do, however, have cage match and grapples ratings. And cage match at last check when I got our notes ready for the show had the rating mm-hmm. at eight point one six, which is wow. you know, a four-star match, and the mm-hmm. grapple app. Headed at 3.92, which again is yeah, a four-star match. Yeah, that's where I was at. I was at. I was at a three. Oh, man. I, I'm closer to four on that one. Mm-hmm. And then the show itself opened properly with Adam Page defeating Brian Cage. And uh, <sighs> I know you're not a fan of really either guy, yeah. but Adam Page went into COVID, you know, shows the most, one of the most over guys on the show and came out of the COVID phase being one of the most over guys on the damn show. I thought the crowd. What am I missing with him? HD. You, you've watched wrestling with me many, many, many times now. What am I I, missing? I I told you, I don't, I can't explain it, dude. Like he's just, he's just a good guy. Like, I don't want to say good dude because it could is turn he out the, he's is, a horrible right. individual. I'm sure you could hang up on me right now if I say this wrong. Is he the Dolph Ziggler of the AEW brand? No. Um, because better come, or worse? <laughs> uh, well, better in the sense that come AEW All Out subtitle where champions are made on some t- Sunday, September 5th, Adam Page is going to be your new world champion, sir. Really? Uh, I, 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 it's it's 8.41 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday, June 3rd, and I'm telling you that's what's going to happen. All right. All right. Maybe. Um, I, I don't disagree with you. But no, and pay, like, curious. and again, I, I can say good dude. I mean, I had, you know, a two-minute chat with him. I had a two-minute chat with Marty Skrull. I had a two-minute chat with The Box. And I could, teach, I could tell you each of them is a good dude, and it turns out that Marty Skrull may not be a good dude. But... Adam Page is just he's he's a good dude to me and he's he's fucking funny. Like I like him, on him. Twitter. I like I like him better than Brian Cage, flat out. I oh will by say far, that. yes. But like okay, um, like here's my problem. I'm not gonna like make sure I'm at the show if Hangman Page is there. Is that I could be wrong though. Like I'm just like Yeah, he's a good yeah. hand, he's good, but like is he gonna move that ticker as world champion? Well, we've got three months for them to build for that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So let's see what they can do. Him and Kenny have made money together before. We've seen it. Yep. So we'll see if it lightning strike uh, twice. So I think I had this one right at four. Uh, cage match has it at 8.13 average right now. Grapple has it at 3.91. So again, right there at four. For generous. Both. Generous. Hey, man, you know, Cage Match has those WWE stands that go in and one-star everything, and so does Grapple. So the fact that it's that high is, mm-hmm. I think, to me, shows, like, people actually thought it was a good match. Right. Uh, for the AEW World Tag Team Championships, the Young Bucks retained by defeating Eddie Kingston and John Moxley with not one, not two, not three, but four. Four Elite Triggers. Um, so that, I guess that begs the question, Adam, is, is that the, is that enough to give John Moxley two, three weeks off so he can go be dad? Yep. Yeah, that's what I think as well. I guess we'll find out tomorrow night. Um, but Renee keeps saying she's going to pop any minute now. So I imagine we're not going to see John for two, three. Good. I mean, good. Cause John's been like nonstop since he signed with the company to begin with. So you know, take, take a month off. You'll be all right. Um, and because it's Moxley adjacent, um, Nick Gage has been calling out uh, Matt Cardona for months and months and months and has threatened to do it Saturday night. Do we actually see a Matt Cardona um, Nick Cage said, match before he said we he do? Would, he said he would do it. Like, right. Said, but then Cardona has been like, no, I'm not doing it. And then I saw a Game Changer Wrestling tweet today that Matt Cardona or Nick Gage is going to issue a challenge to Cardona on Saturday. I think. 
Cardona will do it just to say, fuck it. Fuck everybody. They don't think I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Like hmm. Nick Gage, if Nick Gage, it's not gonna, he's not gonna pull a David Arquette and fucking try to kill him. But like, <laughs> I think this is a good leeway to quit, people to quit thinking about Mox for a minute until Mox gets back to begin with. And like, you're telling me you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to see Matt Cardona, aka Zack Ryder, get smashed by a light tube? I'm curious. I would watch uh, it. I think curiosity may get the better of me. Yes. And yeah. Game changer would get, get what? They're 20 bucks for me at least. And that mm. brings butts to that show, man. Matt Cardona say what we want. Like we were both honestly fans of what he can bring to the business. Not great in the ring, but you know, the, the presence and the character he's done very well for himself. And I think that brings some more viewers to ECW. If I'm Nick Gage, I'm like, yeah, I'll call this fucker out every every weekend if I have to. <laughs> yeah, he already mocked. Nick- he already has a T-shirt mocking Nick Gage. It's the major wrestling figure MWF all day or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking funny, honestly. All so, right, well, works for me, man. I'll I'll watch it. <laughs> All right. So uh, then up next was the Casino Battle Royale match. Um, I mean, it's a Battle Royale. There's really not much to talk about other than the Joker entry was one Leo Rush. I did not hate that. I did not hate that either. I thought that was actually, you know, I know Tony Khan keeps saying big surprise. I don't know if big is the right word, but it was definitely like, Damn. That was surprised. Like, oh shit. <laughs> that that that's yeah, I don't think that was on anybody's radar. And Leo is apparently signed to New Japan, so he can pull the Moxley and work AEW on his proper days. So cool. I mean, I think Leo Rush versus Jungle Boy, who won this match, I think that could be hella fun. I think there's lots of other dudes. Darby Leo, I think, would be just my peak definition of a sprint. Is it bad I see better matchups for him in Impact? No. Like JTP, TJP. Um, yeah, cause, well, because we're going to get to that here and we talk. Ace, Ace Austin. Some Josh Alexander. Yes. Like, I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, there's, like, again, he's, he's, I, 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 props to Suge Dunk, you know, Suge D on Twitter, Sugar Dunkington. Um, Pineapple Pete to those who don't know um, is like, you know, calling somebody a good hand is, you know, kind of like a backhanded compliment nowadays. And and I don't mean it to be, but Leo Rush is a fucking good hand. Like you're talking about, you, you named all those guys in impact and, and let's kind of jump out of order here. I want Buddy Murphy to go to impact because there's way better matches for Buddy Murphy for me in impact than there is an AEW. Granted, Buddy Murphy can go with anybody. Mm-hmm. But I think Freddie Murphy versus Josh Alexander is a main event in my head. Right. Like that's a match to me that just, as the mm-hmm. kids say, Fox, like I, I want to see, I want to see that match. I want to see Ace Austin versus Buddy Murphy. Like, I think that's another match as the kids say that Fox. So mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I don't know, obviously don't know Murphy's plans, <laughs> I know he's got a countdown on his Twitter app or Twitter uh, profile now. So, do we get a? I know we're going to talk about these more in a little bit, but do we get a Blake and Murphy reunion on the Indies? Because um, then they release Blake uh, in April. Yeah, yeah, Blake and you know Cutler, Blake, both gone as well. Yes. Um, No, I mean, it, and, and I think that's more of what I want than I, I don't want. Like, mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy is a fucking headliner, and Blake is not. Mm-hmm. Murphy is not. Or, I mean, Buddy Murphy is, sorry. Um, was like What's his color. name? Do we know his name? Like, is he going to be, can he be Murphy? Like, no. I got to look that up now. You keep talking. <laughs> All right, well, well, you yeah, you looked that up because I was about to. Uh, next up, he went by. Uh, he went by. I got right here. Sorry, he went by. He was born Matthew Adams. His indie name was Matt Silva. Hmm. I think we're gonna get something with Murphy. 
adjacent, but I mean, who knows? I mean, Matt Cardona went as far away from Zack Ryder as she possibly could, so who knows? Well, props to him for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up on Dollar Nothing was Hot Dogs, Apple Pie, Americana, Red, White, and Blue, Stars and Stripes. Pick every other hack American thing you can do. Cody Rhodes defeating Anthony Ogogo. <clears throat> the only thing I can say about this match is all the jokes on Twitter were correct that Anthony Ogogo can go, go, go. Um, after only three matches, like this dude definitely has shown he has the talent. So I, I'm looking forward to whatever is next for Anthony Ogogo. And I'm hoping we don't hear the American dream Cody Rhodes name for another year. I just, I just like, they just ruined the go, go, go. I don't think so, man. I like my hope is and like, I'm, I'm like, this match is a two and a half star special. And I think, um, mm-hmm. yeah, cage match, <laughs> cage match users had it at 4.27. Grapple users had it at 2.4. So again, that that's as average and pedestrian as you can possibly get. And that's what this match was. But Anthony Agogo looks to be the goods. Like I'm, I'm looking for, why, why drop him here? Cody's going to go away soon too. Like what the, like why? But Okay. Why is okay. Cody goes over in front of that first crowd. More people are going to watch Dynamite on TNT than are going to buy that pay-per-view. So when Cody comes out crowing about defeating Anthony Gogo, Anthony can come out, beat the living piss out of him. He's not, though. They're, they're going to have QT do it because he's facing QT on Wednesday. There's whatever fucking day, Wednesday. Tomorrow night, probably. Tomorrow right? night, yeah. So that's your write-off. So I'm going to give it to the kids or I'm going to give it to QT. No. Anthony Gogo comes in and just lays waste to Cody at some point during that match. You 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 get the revenge from for a Gogo losing the match again. You know there, there there's rough estimates right now that I think they're saying 125 150 thousand is the buy rate. You're gonna get 700 800 thousand more eyes on that match when a Gogo wipes Cody out. At least that's my hope. Otherwise, it definitely makes no sense. For the AEW TNT title, Miro retained by defeating Lance Archer. Um, pretty decent hoss fight. Um, the best part of the match, though, was Miro just yeeting the shit out of the snake bag, where we know there was not a snake <laughs> in there, but it's still a funny fucking visual. And Miro winning, absolutely the right call, right person, right answer. So good there. And then I think I need to go get my prediction sheet out here in a second. Um, Because I know Adam and I both called this one. Your NEW AEW World's Women Champion is Britt Baker DMD by defeating Hikaru Shida. Great fucking Um, match. Yeah, I thought, I mean, I I like this one a lot as well. I think I went a little higher than most people did. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the last like eight minutes of the match was I love a good false finish and it was. Let's brilliant. see, there's like you get to the point where there's too many, mm-hmm. and, and this one I think had just one too many, and like that that's that's what took away from me from this for this match. It took it a little bit away from me. Um, Cage match users are coming in at six point six two on their rating, grapple at three point five, and I think that's what I went. I may have gone a little higher. But close to, I mean, you could tell me it's a four-star match. I'm not going to argue with it. It's your opinion. I don't. I, I thought it was very good. Bordered on great. Uh, just to me, too many two counts. Um, but otherwise, I mean, Britt Baker. I, I, I can't wait for Friday night. Um, and, and I know a lot of people, and I'm going to join them in saying it. I thought it was a just a very cool real world moment as well as as brits walking off to see tony there to congratulate her and give her hugs since they those true have truly bonded and are friends and um 
So let's so, talk. Let's talk future. What did you say? September or something for All Out? Um, yes. Oh, All gonna, Out, where champions are made on Sunday, September fifth. So are we gonna see a Thunder Rosa win, or are we gonna see a title versus title with uh, Iana? Man, I don't know. What's their tease in that too? A little Twitter exchange there. Yeah, but there's also. Oh I want to see Thunder Rosa again. I'm about to, to see, see four teenage girls carry some dude off on a stretcher. And it's soccer, so he's not really hurt. But it's funny seeing four teenage girls carry a soccer player <laughs> off the field. <laughs> Focus, lo- man. Focus. It's my love-hate relationship with soccer, man. I love it, but geez, these dudes, you know, acting like they got their legs chopped off is fantastic. Um. I know, I know I sent it to you, and, and I thought it was funny. So um, Thunder Rosa sent out a tweet, you know, like, I had a dream that I headlined against, you know, fill in the blank. And, you know, and I had responded to her, you know, hey, Thunder Rosa, Brett Baker, all out, perfectly made, main event that show, close that show out. Um, and I do. I, I think that's the match. I I. I mean, the only people from Impact that have come over are the Good Brothers, and and yeah, that's true. I just I I unless Impact's going to see some, I don't know. I want I don't want payback's not the right word, but like, is Impact getting any value of Kenny Omega carrying their championship around right now? No. How many Impacts has he competed on? Right. I mean, so that's how I, that's how I look at it. To be honest with you, man, like, like what are we doing here? So yeah, so and until until Scott Demore and team can get you know some better better rubs um, mm-hmm. from having you know the crossover, I say no. Leave Deanna down in Triple uh, you know, in Impact and and taking on the the oh shoot, now I forgot her name in Triple A, you know, for their women's title and. I'm good with that, because um, we know Britt Baker's not going to come over and lay down for Perazzo like she should. I mean, that's what you would want. Um, so I don't know, man. Yeah, I just I think Impact's just literally doing this just to get their name out there. I mean, that's that's truly what I think. <laughs> and and that you know that's probably the case and i just i i hope when they find that person be it moose be it josh alexander hell be it even ace austin cam sammy sammy yeah sammy callahan i'm I'm down with that as well whoever it is that eventually beats omega for the title it needs to be clean, and and I I would think and hope that Kenny is smart enough to do proper business. And I think he is. I, I don't think I, Kenny has had any problem putting other people over. So I, I have I Kenny have no lost doubt. for what his five months straight last year. Like right, too yeah. long ago. I mean, Kenny put Kenny had no problem putting people over. So it was it's it's okay, and I just hope that continues when. Um, has to drop the the TNA slash Impact Championships, and I'm about to um, Adam get ready to stretch those legs, get ready to take your victory lap here. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we had a tag team match, Adam and um, Woo! Darby Allen and Sting defeated Paige and Sky. So, take your victory lap, sir. It was damn good. If you, it was just a, it, you have to agree. I think we talked about it before. It was a, just a fun match. Sting yes, for absolutely. being 62 now, I believe is what they said, is a props to him. And yes. also props to Scorpio and Ethan Page for taking care of the guy, too. They did the bump on the floor, and I'm going to start out the match, and I'm just like, why? <laughs> but. When he ripped the shirt off and was doing the dive off the chips and the senior splashes looked on point. Good for him. Good for go out your way, man. That's all I can say. 
Yep, uh, cage match clocking in at an 8.07 rating, so four stars. Grapple at 3.61. I think I was right there at close to four as well. Um, I thought this was an outstanding use of staying. Um, you know, got. Uh, you know, I don't want to. Because, like, we talked about before, in, but... like, Darby Allen took the brunt of the beating. You know, I mean. Right. They teased the hot tag, and they didn't do the hot tag. You know, like they called it back. So. Right. But there was a good Darby Allen hot tag. Or, or good, there was a good Sting hot tag later. So, I mean, it was, again, a, a well-worked match, well-laid-out match. Whoever is producing these matches with Darby Allen and Sting, um, this match, absolutely, you know, I mean, if, it, if it's Malenko, pat on the back to him. If it's Jerry Lynn, pat on the back to him. Um, I just thought everyone came out of this one looking good. What's uh, I also it's like what's next for those guys though? Like that's what's like the baffling yeah, part. What do you I do know next? we texted about that. Like I you had noted to me in text, you know, is there a one off, you know, between the Bucks and, and Allen and Sting? And I just yeah, man, I don't know what's next. I mean I I don't think I think it would be fun just to just just one time. Yes, it can be on like a dynamite. It doesn't have to be like a pay per view, but just like for Sting's sake, I mean he's never gonna challenge for a world title. You know what I mean? Like just let the that's where you could possibly do the turn is they lost the tag in a title match and spares your Darby Allen turn. Because let's be real, we don't see Sting turning on Darby. Right? Like, I don't think that's a logical thing to do. No, uh, who knows? We'll see. Right, up next was the AEW World Championship three-way match. Is Kenny Omega retained by pinning Orange Cassidy after hitting Pac with all four title belts, which I thought was a very funny touch. Um... I, I, this was just another match where there was just another interference bit in it, and it just like Callis didn't need to be involved in this in any way, shape, or form. I mean, still, still a very good match. I think I went four on it. Uh, cage match has it at nine point zero six. Grapple at four point one eight. So kind of close to the consensus there. Um, wasn't bad. I, uh, you said I don't think Orange should have took the pin on that one, but you know. Well, I, I believe I predicted that last week, sir, and that's exactly what we got. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it hurts at all, and I, I think, you know, if, if I'm going to go out on a limb here again, I'm going to make another prediction. Uh, for AEW All Out, where champions are made, that we see uh, Orange Cassidy win the TNT Championship on that show. Man, you're just making some bold. You're just going bold today, ain't you? <laughs> Shooters got to shoot, sir. I'm, 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 a, I'm a wing player like Steph Curry, so I'm in deep in the corner. Throw me the rock. I'm draining oh a three. Oh, yeah, this is a, a guy who couldn't get it passed out of the buy-in tournament. Anywho, we're not a basketball podcast. Um, we will be the day that the Celtics win a championship again, sir. But um, until that time... It's a long way away. They got to find a coach first, buddy. Well, they got 85 draft picks that they never use. But that's a whole other episode. And in the main event, Stadium Stampede, the inner circle defeats the pinnacle. And um, if if people don't yet, you got to go listen to um, Brian Alvarez and Uncle Dave discuss this match. Um, because they, they talk about how this match was just the perfect tale of wrestling in the COVID era to now being able to go out and be in front of fans. You know, the match starts out and, you know, it's, it's, it's hollow, it's empty, and it ends with them coming back out to the fans and the fans being there to embrace the final pieces so of the match. So did they record that, like, Saturday and then come back with the finish or how'd that work? Oh yeah. That's, I mean, I, 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 I don't follow uncle Dave anymore um, mm. on Twitter to know, uh, but that's me. My guess is that, yeah, they did all that stuff with 
you know, the, the urban cameo and the Charlie strong cameo, which was very funny. And I know popped Adam and I in a big way. Oh um, yeah. You just hear urban go, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, 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 I'm positive. They recorded all that, um, Saturday night, maybe Friday night. Who knows? Is it and, bad? I popped with the Sean Spears at the chair room with the chair. Uh, that got me good. I, I chuckled on that one, too. I just shook my head at that one because, you know, why is he just sitting there with just a, the solitary with, light on? Him, with like, the blue light on and shit. Yeah. Like, of course, <laughs> how does that happen? But, you know, it's one of those ones where Hunter, it's wrestling. You just got to let that shit go. So so I do. Um, but I don't know. I, I thought this was a great vehicle for Sammy Guevara. I thought he looked like a million bucks. Yeah, Sammy always takes the beating. Sorry, I had to throw my cat out of the room. Um, yeah, no, I, and I think that's what this one was. Like, this is payback, you know, payback for Sammy getting run over by the golf cart last year, and mm-hmm. you know, um, Sammy being the one that you know, quote unquote, you know, was on the verge of breaking up the inner circle in the first place. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Not really. Um, it anyway. also it also teased my Wardlow Jake Hager match that needs to happen at some point in time. Yeah, those two dudes are definitely gonna go one on one at some point. They have to. Alrighty, so uh, for those keeping a score at home, and um, I was Adam had five correct predictions and I had six, so I'm gonna go and stretch my hammies and take my uh, victory lap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll be hey. back. I'll be back. And announced during the show, as I've as I've kind of mocked the title, AEW All Out, where champions are made, Sunday, September 5th, and then AEW Full Gear, no subtitle at this point, back to Saturdays on Saturday, November 6th, so I'm all about that. Amen. Uh, man, obviously no Dynamite to talk about since it's on Friday again this week, so hmm, we'll see what happens next. Um, let's see. Dark side of the ring featuring the ultimate warrior. <laughs> hey, Adam, newsflash. Yeah. He's kind of a dick. Big dick. Yeah, kind of ruined, ruined my childhood a little bit. <laughs> but you know yeah. me. Like, I fucking idolized that guy as a kid. I still, like, I, you, you, again, you've been out with me in public. I own quite a few ultimate warrior shirts. Like, it's not, I don't hide it. But yeah, I definitely have a. They always say, I always tell you, don't meet your heroes. I guess I should be glad I didn't meet him <laughs> in a way, you know? So. Well, uh, depending on when you met him, he might have been a good dude at that point. But um, yeah. They definitely didn't really hold back, did they? <laughs> no, they did not. It's, not it's, it's night and fucking day. I don't know if you watched. Did you watch any of the WWE biography on it? No, I don't need to watch them fluff the dude. Oh, they did. They had like the ex-wife on one and the current wife on the other. It was, it was quite the. This is the exact opposite. <laughs> and I, I think I saw the best comment about Dark Side of the Ring was just go watch the ultimate, the rise and fall of the Ultimate Warrior, the Ultimate Destruction, whatever the DVD that WWE put out. Self destruction of the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. yeah, just go watch that and just add a few more. He's a dick. He's a dick. He's a dick on top of it, and there you go. That's that's kind of what you got out of Dark Side yeah. of the Ring. Um, believe I saw that the Grizzly Smith episode is this week, and that one I'll definitely be looking forward Talk to. Talk about that a one's... scumbag dick. There's one right there for you. Yeah. Just let's find out how even more of a scumbag this guy really was. I'm going to watch, though. I'm curious what Jake really has to say about that one. Oh, I'm sure he's got a lot, man. All right. Stop playing NBA 2K, please, because your damn whistle is killing me. Oh, I got it on demo mode. I'm sorry. I'm not even playing. I'm not even playing. <laughs> uh, so last week we talked about there would be a triple threat match on NXT between Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne, and Kyle O'Reilly with the winner facing Cross at In Your House. And I had said it's such bullshit that Adam Cole is just going to interfere in the match and then he's going to end up having to take on all four guys because it's the WWE and that's what they do. And Adam... Can you tell me what happened in that triple threat match? Adam Cole interfered and ruined everything. 
And what are they going to do at In Your House on next Sunday, June 13th? A fatal five-way. Good shit. I'll be damned. They never do that, man. They never add people to matches because, I mean, come on. Never happens. Ever, ever, ever. But anyway. That's like, a lot and, of dudes in one match. It's either going to be the greatest match ever or a clusterfuck because there's good talent in that match. It's just a matter of how they do it. Well, my only question is at WrestleMania, we saw Roman Reigns pin both Edge and Daniel Bryan. Is Cross going to pin all four? I'm going to say, does Cross pin all four <laughs> other guys just to show how dominant he really is? Um, I know you had texted, you know, when we were texting about it, you had said, new champion Adam Cole, are you holding to that prediction? Or are you going to you gonna wait till this week's episode to, to go final? No, I'll go. I'll go Cole. No, I think your boy Cross retains. Um, really? Yeah. Um, MSK defeated Logato Dale Fantasma and, and, and I'm curious Adam I don't know if you've got a chance to watch in full or if you're really paying attention but why does the you know I'm going to call him the full sale crowd even though it's not a full sale mm-hmm. why does the full sale crowd not like MSK what am I missing <sighs> I mean I know we're both partial to the rascals but like <laughs> They were loved when they were in the Dusty Tournament. They were loved when they won the championship. And since then, they've gotten nothing but like booze from a good portion of that crowd. Because I, I think – I don't – man, how do I say this? It's compared to – like it's one of those like things. I think WWE is just forcing it a little too much to where I think they're over it already. And that's sad because those two are fucking fantastic and – Shit, but they did too much too soon. You gotta give them a chance. They gotta get beat down for them to really get over. You know what I mean? Like get that, like the, like to literally lose that title match one, have them lose it once or twice, and hey, that third one at Takeover Dallas or Brooklyn Four, whatever it is, and they get that title finally. That's when people really appreciate it. And I don't think that they don't appreciate them as I did, to be honest with you. They've seen this story before. All right. So the only question at this point is, will the tag team title match at In Your House be just MSK versus the Grizzled Young Vets? Or is it going to be MSK versus the Grizzled Young Vets versus Legato Del Fantasma versus Tommaso Ciampa and (laughs) Timothy Thatcher? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> just because you just know what's gonna fucking happen i just don't know i don't think msk once again i don't think msk retains no man i feel uh chris's young vets i think they're gonna take it at that takeover if there if there is a tank see i was gonna match. take uh i was gonna take phantasma's crew no man i, I, I like djz but i just don't see it man <laughs> Isn't it like Phoenix? What's his name now? Joaquin Wild or something? Yes, Joaquin <laughs> Wild. But man, like uh, he fucking popped me nonstop when he had that damn air horn during tag team matches <laughs> back in the day when he was DJZ. I, I downloaded an air horn app just because he popped me with that every damn time. So, alrighty, and I don't know who the hell Candace and Indy wrestling are going to face at takeover because it looks like Ember's angling for a title match against Raquel Gonzalez, which, okay. <laughs> I guess. Why? <laughs> that women's know. division is thin, pal. And then I'm still sticking that we're going to see Bronson Reed versus Santos Escobar. And, and, and I'm actually with okay that. with that. I think yeah. that should be good. Yeah. I think that'll probably be my match of the show since everything is going to be a multi-person clusterfuck, but um, we'll see. Definitely. Uh, Speaking of clusterfucks, Adam, Mm -hmm. let's talk NWA when our shadows fall. Great fucking name. Not going to lie. Great name. Terrible lineup. But does Tyrus versus the Pope move the needle at all for you? No. 
Does JTG versus Fred Rosser move the needle for you at all? Fred Rosser is, uh, what's his name from? The former Darren Young, yes. Yeah, no. I will say to this for Fred Rosser, dude's been putting on bangers on New Japan Strong, um, NJPW Strong out in the LA Dojo. So I'm not going to say it's going to be a terrible match. But, it's not going to be um, a dud, but it just doesn't like, will it make me order it? No. And then <laughs> a tag team fatal four-way, since companies apparently love multi-man schmoz Fox. The end of Perro and Odinson. And if you haven't seen the end, the end is a fucking scary ass tag team and, and they're badass. So that what, okay what, what a name to the end. <laughs> yes. Great name. They're taking on Mecha Wolf and Beastia 666. They're also taking on Marche Rocket and Slick Boogie. And they're also taking on Sal Renaro in the Rudo Sam Adonis. So again, a fatal four-way, as I said, which just makes me laugh. I don't know why. A tag team match that has potential to be fun as Thunder Rosa and Molina take on Kylie Ray and Taryn Terrell. I say let Thunder Rosa and Kylie Ray do the lion's share of this match, and it will be good if you let that happen. Because let's be honest, Melina and Taryn Terrell are not really light the world on fire <laughs> competitors. True. <laughs> and for the NWA World Tag Team Championships, and this was one of those ones I had to look and verify who was the champions, Aaron Stevens, a.k.a. Adam. Uh, Damian Sandow. And the, and the idol Stevens. Like, <laughs> yes. Damian Mizdow. Uh, yep. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Stevens. Aaron Rex. I can keep going. <laughs> yep. Uh, and J.R. Kratos are your current NWA World Tag Team Champions. And they will defend against Thomas Latimer and Chris Adonis. For well, those Latimer, who don't know. Latimer is Bram, right? Yes. Thomas Latimer was Bram. And Chris Adonis was Chris Masters. And it's a triple threat, so they're taking adding a War Kings to the match. And now War Kings is not a bad name. That's Crimson mm-hmm. and Jack Dane, right? Correct. See, I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> and then for the NWA World Women's Championship, Serena Deeb defends against Camille. I think we see a title change here. Really? Which will then which will then just free Serena Deeb to be AEW only because that's who her main contract is with. So we'll see. And then in the main event, Adam. (laughs) I just, I saw what it was. Yeah. (laughs) For the NWA world's heavyweight champion, Nick Aldis defends against Trevor Murdoch. Murdoch going over clean. I need to check and see how long Nick Aldis has been champion because it's been over insufferably long uh, time. I think it's like 900 days, isn't it? Jeez, yeah, it's, it's close to three years, and that's just too fucking long. But I digress. So, Adam. Yes, sir. I'm, 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 I was debating on something here, and I was... I'm, I'm going to give you... Some names, if if you don't mind, here, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, the revival, now known as FTR, Aiden English, the authors of Pain, Ackham and Razor, Alistair Black slash Tommy End to most people, Alexander Wolf, Andrade, The Big Show. Billy Kay, Bo Dallas, Brandy Lauren, Braun Strowman, Buddy Murphy, Cesar Bononi, Chelsea Green, Chris Hero, Kurt Hawkins, Curtis Axel, Diana Perazzo, EC3, Eric Young, Heath Slater, a.k.a. Heath Miller, Ruby Riot, a.k.a. Heidi Lovelace, Jesse Maduke, Kalisto, Carl Anderson, Kendo Kashin, Luke Gallows, Lana, Lars Sullivan, the aforementioned Leah Rush, Mickey James, Mike Bennett, Mojo Raleigh, Nick Ogarelli, a.k.a. Nick Komarodo now on AEW. No way, Jose. That's who that. That's who that is. Okay. Yes, Peyton Royce 
Primo and Epico the Colognes, Rowan, Rusev, Samoa Joe, Santana Garrett, Sarah Logan slash Crazy Mary slash Mary Dobson, Serena Deep, Steve Cutler, Tay Conti, Tino Sabatelli, Tucker, Vanessa Bourne, Wesley Blake, Zack Ryder, a.k.a. Matt Cardona, and Zelina Vega. I don't know how many names that is, but since 2020, those are just some of the quote-unquote, I'll call them top names that the WWE has released. So I, Adam and I decided, let's make our own eight-show eight show pay-per-view. And I'm going to say, Adam, is this better than NWA when our shadows fall <laughs> or not? And the answer to both of these is just going to be yes, because it has to be, because when shadows fall is just not good. I just, that like they're going to charge 20 bucks for that shit? Mm-hmm. <sighs> man. Billy Corgan, I like you, man, but no. All right, Adam. So we decided to put together a show, um, mm-hmm. eight matches. I'm sure you probably included a scramble in yours. I did not. Uh, I think I only have two tag team matches. Um, the rest of mine are singles. So, Adam. Oh, then, well, yeah, buddy, we're way different. <laughs> <laughs> I figured we would be. Um, yeah. So, Adam, why yes, don't sir. you give me your 3MB Presents show? Super Clash 4, The Brass Ring Melee. Uh, if you don't know what Super Clash is, just Google it. It's a shit show from the 80s. One, two, and three. <laughs> Some promoters try to get along, and they don't. I can say, in, in, love- in, in theory, it was a great idea. NWA and AWA were getting on the same page. Let's do a super show. And again, you think, oh, wow, that's a great idea. And in execution, after Super Clash 1, not so much. Yeah, so I brought Super Clash 4. And the brass ring, just because, you know, I love to have Vince McMahon promo on Cesaro so much. I grabbed that brass ring. I had to I had to bring it in here. How about you, HD? Um, uh, on the Hunter side of the show, the three-man booth is going to present the Strong Style Jamboree. And I call that because I have my main event, I think, would be the quintessential oh, strong we, style are match we, are we starting with the main or are we going one first what are we doing here oh i'm going I'm, I'm to present to you my opener first and build up to my main event so if you quickly need to edit on the fly i'll go with my opener for you real quick if if you need if i need to buy you some time i'm good let's do it all right why don't you hit me with your opener then sir you can go first all right first off it is Mauro Nado solo on commentary. I'm my dad. Okay. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't include the... producers and, and, you know, <laughs> and non-entering talent in my my list of people who right. got let go or had contract expired. Our opening contest, HD, it's Lucha Libre rules, which means, you know what that means? Uh, so you must Two have a tag team of... match of some sort. So no, no, really no, no, to... no, 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 no. Two out of three falls. Okay. It okay. is Buddy Murphy versus Andrade, accompanied by Selena Vega. Two out of three. Two out of three. That's a banger. I don't care who you are. All right. Well, my opening match is Leo Rush versus Buddy Murphy. Mm. I talk about how much I love sprints and how much you need to open a show with a banger. I think that yeah, I'm gonna give those guys 12 minutes. Go out there, kick ass. Don't care who goes over. Just go out and put on a fucking sprint for me. I like it. My what second next match to? is Leo Rush versus Kalisto. Ken, that's a banger. That should be a sprint. I'm all for that one. Um, me, my show is just about having fun and and and. And, and trying to minimize, um, you know, the quote-unquote piss break matches that used to happen. And I put Tay Conte again against Zelina Vega because no one's going to leave their seat when those two ladies walk to the ring. Absolutely simple, not. Simple as that, sir. What do you got next, Adam? I got <laughs> your favorite multi-man tag matches. I have Gallows and Anderson. Verse, Hawkins and Ryder, 
versus AOP versus Eric Rowan and his mystery partner, Alexander Wolf. Interesting, because my next match would just be simply Matt Cardona versus Kurt Hawkins, because they're doing it on an impact, and I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty entertaining, actually. So I don't hate those matches, actually. <laughs> but then they're best friends on their podcast. It's just funny. Right, like, that's, how I think that's the part works. about it that you know, it pops me. Like, they're on Twitter, like, oh, I hate this guy, I hate this guy, but hey, watch our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they promote the shit out of their podcast, though. <laughs> All right, my next one. You're going to like this one. I think you're going to really, and I thought of you. We're going to get Heidi Lovely, a.k.a. Ruby Wright, and Crazy Mary. We're Selena Vega and Tay Conti. I find it interesting that we both had Tay Conti and Selena Vega in a match. Mm-hmm. Real interesting. Um, Heidi Lovelace to come on my show, by the way. All right. Um, and again, this one is strictly just for me because they, they, they pop the fuck out of me. Next up is a tag team match featuring Cassie Lee and Jessica McKay, a.k.a. Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, versus Deanna Perrazzo and Mickey James. Oh, okay. I think you have, you know, all, all of these ladies have been around for a bit, and I think just, I think Perrazzo and James have that right when Mickey James is a heel, she has that right attitude that just will not take the bullshit that the Iconics do. And I think this mm-hmm. would just be fun. And it's a match that's just for me. So I would enjoy that. All right. My next one. <laughs> I had to put an Adam twist on it. You know, I did. In a thousand tube death match, EC3 control your narrative against Eric Young. Man, how, when are we going to see that match in Impact? Actually, I mean, not a, obviously not a thousand two light match, but when are we going to see EC3 in ring? Or not? He signed with Ring of Honor, like locked down. Oh, did he really? Oh, mm-hmm. oh that's right. Well, you know, he was on the. You know well, what he the was, fuck he was thinking on that one? He was, but was not on um, their anniversary show. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. a fair point. Good call there. Um, for me, match number but, five. Yeah, uh, because I liked it in NXT. I or no wait, I, they actually didn't face each other in NXT, but they should have. Um, even though they were both heels in there, I'm gonna have the revival slash FTR take on Authors of Pain slash whatever the hell they're doing if they're even wrestling nowadays. Yeah, they've been gone a while. I'm not. I'm, I don't think anyone's heard from them. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I don't think they have any desire to be wrestlers. So you know, outside of a WWE, so. I, I mean, I guess that's why that happens. Yeah. My next one, I gave them a new name. The Influence, a.k.a. Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Mm-hmm. Versus Chelsea Green and Mickey James. Heels versus heels. Well, yeah, I, mean, so is, so is my, I mean, so is mine, <laughs> but I think, you know, yeah. I, I think the Iconics are enough to be funny as faces. Again, find it funny that you actually had them on your show. I didn't think you would. And I, and I find it funny that we're very similar um, in the match itself. Yeah, I actually liked the Iconics until they broke them up. <laughs> um, match number six, and I, hell, I even may throw this one on as the inaugural 3MB Women's Championship match as Heidi Lovelace will take on Serena Deeb. And I'm all about that match. Yeah, that's good. That's damn good. Can't, I'm worried that we're, can't disagree. As, as we're both two matches away, um, I'm, I'm worried that our main event's going to be the same at this point. So, But anyway. My co-main, are you ready? Yep, go ahead. It is a hoss fight, strong style, taped fist match. Loser cannot answer to the ref's 10 count. Okay? Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe versus Miro. Slash Rusev. I'm down with that. I like that one a lot. Um, my semi-main, co-main, is the man who you had opening your show, Andrade. Um, but I have him going against Tommy End, since Andrade and Aleister Black put on. See, I tried to make matches I haven't seen before. Oh, I don't I'm, care, man. This is I this loved is more... it. I loved it. Don't get me wrong. but Nope, it's more, man. This is not a WWE match, man. Go out and do what you want to do. Go. Yeah. 
I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, and you didn't so step on my event, Vega, so I'm good. Hang on, are we pulling a, are we pulling a Mega Powers explode here? Is Vega in between corners of who she's who she's sliding with? Not on my show, man. She rested earlier in the show, so she's not in Andrade's corner. That's for damn sure. Oh, interesting. You ready for my main here? Yeah, since you didn't steal mine, yes, I'm ready. Loosen, loosen your pants a little bit, buddy. Main event. British round rules. If you don't know what British round rules means, it means all matches are two out of three falls and made up of six three-minute rounds with a 20-second interval in between each of them. All right, once a fall, pinfall, submission, or countout occurs, the round ends and the match is over when the rest of one wrestler gets two. Unless it's to the sixth fall and then there's yes, only one yes, fall to yes, win. Yes, yes, I ran out of space to write. <laughs> Your judges are Christian, Mark Henry, and The Big Show. Your special guest referee, Kurt Angle. Your participants, Tommy N versus, oh no, Chris Hero. Well, I, I at least appreciate the fact that we both had Tommy End in, in, you know, the final two matches of our show. Mm-hmm. Um, my main event, as I say, you know, strong style. Both these guys can work it, both these guys can work. Most of British, you know, British rounds style as well. Uh, good call on that one, Adam. Um, but I also like the idea of who's your hero? It's Chris Hero. Um, taking on Samoa Joe for me in my main event. Ooh, IWA, IWA Mid-South all over again. I like it. And I'm not sure. I don't think they got together in Ring of Honor at all. But, um, they did once in Cage of War. When CZW invaded Ring of Honor many, 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 many years ago. All right. But that's my match. And it just goes to show that WWE has so much talent. And and one of the things that uh, when I saw Adam earlier today, you know, they I, I, I don't, I, I, again, I lost track of the count of numbers. And they still have a ton of people who are just, they're doing who the fuck knows what. <laughs> and and one of the guys on the indies that Adam and I um, liked a lot is Josh Briggs. Josh Briggs is in the ball. Josh Briggs is 6'5", 270, good worker, was signed to the WWE, Adam, on October 7th, 2020. Has not seen the light of day on TV. Randy Loren was in that same class. And did, Briggs, like, did Briggs get cut? No. No? Okay. Um, you Randy said Loren, we, can't, we can't even find him on the PC, can we? Like, it's not even like a thing. Right. Brandy <laughs> um, Loren was signed. She's been let go. Leon Ruff was in that class. He's still there. Good for him. Kurt Hawkins... Or not Kurt Hawkins. Um, Kurt Stallion. Kurt Stallion. Thank you. Good gravy. Kurt Stallion's still there. Good for him. Um, our guy, referee Jay Clemens, um, he was there and he was let go. Um, Anthony Green, still there. Got to give him credit for there. There's two other guys, and I think... Um, one of them is still there. I have no idea about the other. Um, yeah, two guys, Joe Gacy and Jacob Casper. I have no idea where either of those guys are. But they can, WWE could do a, another round of 20 cuts, and they would still have people sitting and catering. Like, no, I, I, I hate that joke, and I hate the fact that they do that on tv now um but um i don't know it's it, it, yeah just is, strikes me is, as weird i know we're running out of time here but is vince mcmahon going to sell the wwe no and i know i i texted you about that like a lot of people smarter than i um like all signs point to everything that they've done on on 
cutting the digital team, cutting some of the backstage staff, cutting all of these talent, um, all this talent. And, you know, it just, it, it, it reeks of a company getting ready to sell. And, and having been in the industry that I work in, and, you know, for my shoot job, um, I see it all the time. We do. Why do they? Why do they sell? Why do they cut before they sell? What What is the purpose of that? It It reduces your expenditure bottom line. You can sit there and say, "Hey, we only spend five percent of our total rent net revenue on employee salary," and you can say, "Oh no, we only spend four percent." So it, it it makes your expenditures, you know, at a very high level. I mean, mm-hmm. trust me. That again, there there's there's um, way deeper um things into it than that um but um if you uh, uh, you know i keep telling you to follow all these people on twitter but um some people that you should really follow on twitter it's the it's the wrestlenomics podcast and um brandon thurston is one of the guys on there and wookie gana um who I don't know if he's on there anymore, but I, I think because he, now he works for AEW. Um, but Brandon Thurston, smart guy. And again, it definitely gets into the weeds about the business of wrestling. And I, I'm, I'm trying to find it right now, but Brandon came out and really said, you know, basically said, um, here we go. Foreboding that the WWE is preparing to sell is the stuff of cynical wrestling fan fatalism. New leadership came on in August. It's still in year one. And here's the line that just like, I was like, yeah, damn it. Why didn't I think of this first? I would be shocked if WWE sells in Vince's lifetime. Like, and, and that like, that's it right there. Like, do you honestly think in, in, you know, I know he's 73 and he may be getting tired, but do you really think Vince McMahon is going to hand over the keys to his kingdom to anybody, but <laughs> Stephanie McMahon? Probably not. Right. Maybe Shane. I don't know. (laughs) And then um, Brandon also added that, uh, you know, on Colin Coward's show, Nick Khan indicated that Vince has no intention of selling. Um, And at one point here, where's the the other part of this? Um, Yeah, they had basically 300 wrestlers under contract in 2020. (laughs) <laughs> and what was that reason for? Just to hoard them. So AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor didn't have them. <laughs> and even with all those layoffs that they did in 2020, 2021, there's still well over 200 people of in-ring talent. That That's not commentators. That's not ring, you know, referees. That's in-ring talent. So they still have 200 people that they're paying to wrestle obviously some of which they're paying just to stay home (laughs) so i'll be curious to see you know i I, i'm wondering if like um you know that there well two things i'm wondering and the first one i can almost guarantee you is they're going to continue to pipe in fake crowd noise to try to get the reactions they want. And it's going to look awesome when the fans are booing and have their thumbs down. And yeah, everyone pipes else in. the sound is cheering. Yes. <laughs> w is piping audio. Of, yes. That's great. That's great. That's great. And I'm just like, okay, the, you know, this is not meshing and this is absolutely why AEW is better. You have to let the fans be the fans. And, you know, WWE used to say that they listen to the voice of the fans, and I've told you many, many times that's bullshit. They don't listen to the fans. And then part two is I'm wondering if this, you know, it's this whole WWE is coming home as they go on tour for like these 25 shows. I'm, I'm going to wonder if they're going to start making all these people in NXT who aren't on TV like, are we going to get to do that Largo loop where they're just doing all these small towns in Florida just to, 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 I mean, I don't even say make a few bucks, but just to get ready. For, get, them that, get them that live audience exposure. I yeah. Guess, right? And um, potentially there, there's, there were rumblings a while back and, and 
I never really brought it up because I didn't really think much to it, but there's rumblings that we're going to see um, uh, since WWE basically bought them and, and, and put them out of business that the Evolve banner will be resurrected and all those people that were signed and are doing nothing in NXT will be under that Evolve brand and that'll be that small touring brand that they do for NXT. Um, so we'll see. And like, it's just, it's, it's fascinating that they've released close to 80 wrestlers and there's probably still another 50 to 80 that will never see TV in any way, shape or form. And they're just there. So AEW doesn't have them. They're there. So impact doesn't have them. They're there. So ring of honor doesn't have them. I'm just fascinated by that. People's ha- people being happy in life doesn't matter to them. <laughs> Enjoying what they do for a living. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, so your happiness, you brought it up. That's Okay, thank you for jogging memory. I, I appreciated the fuck out of Trey Miguel. As all these layoffs were being announced, Trey Miguel tweets out, and you wonder why I didn't go there. <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> yes, he literally said, and you wonder why I didn't go there. Um, so, so, so props to, uh, to Trey Miguel for, for being scrolling through, scrolling through Twitter as we wind down here. Um, apparently the TJP Josh Alexander Ironman match that opens up impact is close to a five star match impacts ever had. They said, yeah, pins are looking forward to checking that out. Yeah, Penzer said something that effect like this, like in, in all my years at Impact, this is easily the best match I've ever seen. That's um, awesome. And, and I know Adam's more of the Impact fan than me, but Impact put on some fucking five-star matches. And if this is the best match that David Penzer has ever seen, yeah. Once we can, I need to track it down and watch it. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, listeners, if you stuck around this long, 100% appreciate you for listening. Adam, thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. Everybody love everybody. Be excellent to each other. And uh, you know what? Fuck it. Goodbye forever.